my wife and I were out for dinner the other night and having a great dinner. And halfway through dinner, the waitress comes running over and says, Hey, anybody know CPR? And I said, Heck yes, lady, I know the whole alphabet. <laughs> Everybody laughed and heard it. Well, except for this one guy. <laughs> You're listening to Stonecast, curling in the Twin Cities with Jordan Wickland and Christopher Listening. Today, we speak with Pete Westberg, a nominee for the St. Paul Curling Club Board of Directors. Nice, what are we drinking? A beer. Uh, Summit. This is pretty cool that we're uh, recording an interview at... The Curling Club. Cheers. I like it, too. Yeah. Cheers <laughs> to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Glad you could make it. All right. So I'm here with uh, Pete Westberg and uh, interviewing Pete. Pete is uh, running for the board this year, among other cool things. Namely, he uh, is a member of the senior men's national team, which will be competing in Sweden. Yes. It's going to be very exciting. Coming up here in a couple weeks. We competed in the U.S. Senior Nationals in Medford, Wisconsin, January 23rd through the 28th. Oh. Don't quote me exactly on those dates, but that's about the right time. End of January. End of January. Are you selected as, like, the Minnesota representative? Or no. is it? This is uh, one of the competitions where you just sign up and go. Hmm. So typically there's, like, 18 to 20 teams um uh, and I've, I've competed in these nationals uh, many, many times and, and have won it twice now. So, um, is your name up on the wall over there? It is, yeah. Where is it? It's about three-quarters of the way down. So 2011, our team is listed under the Goodland ring. So tell me how you uh, started curling. That's a good question. Uh, I worked for 3M Company right out of college. I graduated from Hamlin University in town here. Got a job at 3M, and a couple years later, I got transferred to Wausau, Wisconsin. And my boss happened to be an avid curler, and he pretty much told me that uh, I was going to play on his team. So being an eager employee, I basically said, yes, sir, and uh, (laughs) uh, just fell in love with the game, and I've been playing ever since. I think there was one winter that I didn't play for some reason. I can't recall the reason for that, but uh, my wife said, "If, if you don't get out and curl again next winter, I'm going to kick you out of the house myself. I must have been driving her crazy. <laughs> just spending time around. So from Wausau, have you ever played the uh, the, the modified Wausau rules, uh, competitive rules? What rules are those? So I was watching Brad Clausen was playing, and uh, I was playing in sheet five, and his team was playing in sheet six, and they would play three ends, um, and then... Stack the rooms? <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not only that, but they wouldn't sweep. Everybody would stay inside and drink beer. <laughs> And then run out there or something like that. And I asked him, like, wow, those, that's an interesting game. He said, yeah, it's the uh, Wausau Modified Rules or something like that. That sounds like something that was invented by an old friend of mine named Stoney. He's a famous <laughs> Wausau guy. Uh, hmm. But, you know, I lived there for seven years, and I've been going back to the Wausau men's for probably 20 years, and I've never heard of that Modified hmm. Rules. I think they just made it up. But. That sounds like something that came out of Stony, and uh, if anybody's listening that knows Stony, they'll they'll laugh about that. They'll probably agree with that comment. What uh, what does it take to prepare for this uh, this nationals thing? To answer your question directly, uh, to prepare for U.S. nationals, uh, like I said, you just sign up and go. So you just pay a hundred and 
It's like a regular bond spiel. Yeah, you pay 125 bucks per uh, teammate, and uh, that's a modest entry fee. And you go and uh, I mean to prepare for that, you have to play. And if you expect to win, you have to play probably four or five, six spiels prior to that, and against good competition. So we tried to play against some of the the young men's teams and some of these big cash spiels up in Duluth, and uh, we went to uh, Masabi and played. The Chinese up there, and a few other pretty good teams, and you know we got we got we didn't, we won our share of games, but we got beat up pretty good by the Chinese and a few other teams. So all that all that practice toughens you up, and then when you get to nationals, um, you're in a pretty good position to uh, try and win that thing. And uh, we've won, we've been in the finals three times out of my ten times trying, lost in the finals once to Paul Pustovar. And... If the finals were in January. And you said you needed to have four or five bond spiels. So you're doing that in December and November. Uh, we started in October. We played the St. Paul Cash spiel here, I believe. Might get getting my years mixed up, but we typically play in the St. Paul Cash and the Duluth Cash and a few other spiels. The over 40 in St. Paul, the over 40 up in Duluth. We played quite a bit. So then, uh, so then you won it. And then what it. happens? Well, you're probably going to play pretty. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming other. Like Canada must send a team, and they must be pretty good, I would imagine. Oh yeah, the worlds will have twenty-seven countries, and uh, they're they're pooling us in uh, three pools of nine. And uh, you know, don't ask me to remember who we're playing against. But the first game's against the Ruskies. We're playing mm-hmm. Russia. Nice. And you're uh, going to take them down, right? Yeah, I don't. Dun, they, dun, I don't dun, know dun, how dun, they dun, seed dun, 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 seed the countries, but it looks like it's seeded pretty well. Canada's in an, another bracket from us, and Australia's always pretty good. I think those are ex. Pat Canadians down there, and they've got us all separated out pretty evenly, I think. But you never know until you get there. I'm sure the Swedes have a really strong team because the competition's in their home country. It's been some pretty Is it one of those like tournaments where you do a round robin to get, like you play everybody in your Yeah, this, this nine-team bracket that we've got, we'll play eight teams, or play eight games against us. So that's got to be exhausting. Not really. You're there for a week. You know, you start the competition on April 15th, and it goes until the 23rd. So you basically play almost one game a day. That's it? And, Not uh, two? Well, until you get, if you are fortunate enough to get to the playoffs uh, and the quarterfinals, then you start playing two or three games a day at that point. Okay. And then they'll have a big uh, banquet on the afternoon of, or the evening of the 23rd, and hopefully Abba is going to come back and do a... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the closing ceremonies for us. I was at a banquet in Sweden once, and the the food was fantastic. It was like they brought out little bottles of little glasses of aquavit, and then they had these shrimp. They're not like normal shrimp. They're I think they're called like langostinas or something. And they had yeah, the food was really good. Although everything everything was fishy. Like everything <laughs> tasted like fish. Like they had a breakfast buffet at every single place we stayed, and it was always. Tasted like fish. I don't know. A lot of fish, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to be in Sweden. I'm sure everything will taste like salmon over there, maybe. Yeah, what part of Sweden? It's a town called Karlstad. Karlstad? It's uh, about two hours by train straight west of Stockholm. So we're going to fly into Stockholm. We go from here down to, I think, Atlanta, and then over to Charles de Gaulle, Paris. Uh-huh. And then from Paris on to Stockholm, hop on a train and go over to... So trains, planes, automobiles to get there and then you get jet lag for about a day and a half and hopefully we'll recover from that and then we can start the competition on Friday. Have you ever traveled internationally to Curl before? Not to Curl, but I've traveled extensively internationally for vacation. Traditionally, the U.S. men's 
and it could be true for the women's too, but the uh, the masters um, or the senior, whatever the, they call it, that circuit, the U.S. does really well in. They do, um, both sides. I mean, you've uh, won it once, right? We took second once here in St. Paul. That was really exciting. Uh, we had a chance to win it, but uh, missed our last shot. But the St. Paul Club uh, did a great job hosting that event. And the, and the banquet that you talked about was just a lot of fun. Hopefully we can have as much fun uh, in Karlstadt. And at the same time as we're playing the seniors, the mixed doubles world championships is in Karlstadt at the same time. So I look forward to watching those games. And we've got a local girl, Hill Tabitha Peterson, that's uh, playing on that. I've played against her before. She subbed in on one of my teams. <laughs> and I was like, good, yeah, <laughs> I was like, great. She came in and subbed in as a third. And uh, no, she played lead, but she it was a three-person team, so she got to three, throw three stones. And I was like, great. <laughs> so, well, Jordan just joined us. Bad weather in the, the Twin Cities. Hi, Pete. Hi, you, must, be, uh, you must have gone to Luther College, the Whippy Dip. You recognize the T-shirt. My daughter went to Luther, so. Smart girl. I've had uh, ice family. cream at the Whippy Dip many times. <laughs> so good. Twice the cream for half the cost. When did you graduate? Maybe you, maybe you dated her. <laughs> now it's getting well, exciting. Well, I, I can't tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I graduated in uh, 2007. Wow. Would you guys like a beer if I went and got one? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I would. Yeah, you're... I'm okay. having a hard time talking. Yeah, and I know Tabitha. I would say I know her well, but I know her mother, and uh, her mother's excited about coming over there because our wives are coming for our team. I wanted to go. I was thinking I should go and support the local team. You could do some podcasting over there. That's right. Bring the podmaster with you. So who's who's all on your team? We've got uh, another guy from St. Paul, Tim Sullen, a longtime curler at uh, St. Paul. And then we've got... I think I saw it, too. It was just out in New Jersey. No, it's Tim Gardner. Different Tim. Tim Gardner. Yeah. Yeah, he was out there. And then uh, we've got Jeff Annis, who is our lead from Mapleton, Minnesota. He's a longtime curler as well. Of course, when you're 50-plus, you've been curling for a long time. And then our skip, the all-important skip, is from uh, from uh, Eau Claire, and he's, uh, his name is Jeff Goodland. Great player. You guys did really well in the, uh, in the international, too. I think we lost I, in the semis. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw your name going across. Yeah, we should have won that game. Hopefully Pete Stolt will be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> he beat us in an extra round. He played great. Mm. That's good. Yeah, the international was uh, was fun. I played with my normal Sunday open league team, and we actually made it to Sunday. It was great. Did you? I told yeah. everybody we should have all had more to drink and stayed up later on Saturday because we curled much better on Saturday doing that Friday night than we ever did on Sunday. We got blown away Sunday morning. We uh, we had kind of a weird spiel that weekend because we had guys missing every day. I had to miss Saturday because I had to go to a friend's wedding. So they played three-handed that night and beat uh, one of the young fencing oh, yeah. kids. And then uh, the other guy uh, that filled in for me was missing Sunday, so we played three-handed again on Sunday. Yeah, I, I uh, subbed in on Saturday. That was fun. I came down here That's just right. to, to watch and uh, went out. So I got to play in it, and I didn't have to pay and do anything. Got waxed. I subbed in for the guy who fell and broke his teeth out. Really? Yeah, apparently someone had an injury. Ouch. Yeah. A little alcohol involved in that? Uh, I think Surely so. Not. I think so. It's usually a correlation there. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it was. I don't know who the person was, but uh. have you guys ever taken bad spills on the ice? I was practicing at the prior uh, prior to the season last year, and I flipped over and broke two ribs. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it can happen. Just you? don't hit your head. 
No. I mean, I've fallen, and I've fallen where people thought I hurt myself, but my pride wouldn't let me say it. How about you? Have it's you? that Scandinavian thing kicking in. That's right. Yeah. I actually fell our first night a league play ever uh, five years ago. We were on sheet one out here on the far side, and I was wearing a thick yellow winter cap, and I uh, got a little excited, as I do, and went down and, and caught myself on one elbow, and then my head did kind of connect with the ice, but the hat buffered the blow, mm -hmm. so I split the skin above my eyebrow a little bit, but mm -hmm. it was, you know, the eyebrow split thing, so it, it was bleeding a lot. It, mm. it, it looked a lot worse than it was, but nonetheless, I sat out the rest of the night, because <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to curl against that, much less see that, so... Thankfully, no stitches. I've seen some blood on the ice. Yeah, and of course, this year we had that terrible accident with Al Sunderborg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice to see that you was the worst club. accident mm -hmm. I've ever seen. It. Do you think the ice? Uh, I think the ice has been pretty good this year. It's uh, the best I've ever been. Uh, you know, and it, we have so much traffic through here, so we still kind of get uh, it gets a little dirty. But uh, I mean, I don't know what you can do about that. Yeah. But if I get on the board. <laughs> I'm going to investigate how to make that better. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's switch over to uh, talk about. So, have you ever you've ever been on the board before? No, uh, I just felt like I never had enough time to do that. Uh, that's kind of a lame excuse. Excuse, but I uh, just retired from my job after 37 years. So, congrats. Now is a good time to do it. Try and do it. Right. What was your What'd you do for 37 years? You know, I was I was chemist by training at Hamlin. And got a job as a bench chemist uh, right away and uh, worked in, a, in the industrial minerals business at 3M and then worked a variety of jobs. Ended up in manufacturing in Wausau and then came back, ended up in quality. And then my final job was uh, 10 years in uh, sales management. So I was an account manager. Okay, great. A lot of 3M guys here. Oh, I yeah. Noticed. yeah. 3M should uh, sponsor the uh, renovation of the curling club. I think they should build a club on the uh, east side there. Build a home. Look! Look what happened in Chaska. They built a club, and 850 people signed up in two weeks. You could have the same thing over on the east side. I thought those numbers were like four hours. I think it was. Yeah, I know it was just an amazing, yeah. amazing quickness. Yeah. I was when I was I was in Chaska last weekend, and I watched the uh, college uh, college championships, yeah. which isn't super competitive curling. But I went there for to watch this kid. His name's Cody Clausen. Clauser. I don't know. He. Uh, I met him in New Jersey's young guy he's incredible he like played every position on his team i've never seen anybody do that but mm. except for lead he let the lead shoot and you know he called the lead shot and then he had the lead sit in the house and then he um swept and uh every rock he'd get right behind it and he would call the sweep or not and he would swept <laughs> the whole thing and uh, they end up winning the championship i talked to him and i was like what uh i'm like wow i've never seen anybody play like that and he said yeah it gets really tiring because you're doing all the sweeping and running back and forth and coordinating but but that club was i was next to uh, these two women and they uh, were first year curlers i think they were first year curlers and they were disappointed by the number of people that joined the club because apparently say they had 800 people join the club and they only have 600 spots oh. or whatever that is the next time that they they get new new teams in or whatever they're going to do it based on the people that haven't had a chance to play before so you don't get oh. grandfathered in like that's almost a negative. Oh wow, that's gonna, that'll be interesting. There are going to be some upset people there, probably. Yeah, probably upset so, one way or the other. Yeah, Something. so I, you know, there are some people that probably disagree with me that we need a club on the east side. But I think you, know, you look at the growth of the sport. I think you'd fill them up. 
you know, maybe if St. Paul lost a few people, uh, it might make the str club stronger because uh, it seems seems awful busy right now. They could probably stand to have a few less, maybe. Yeah, I was listening to John Schuster on a um, another podcast today, actually called Nerd Curl, out of Chicago, and I think the same thing is happening in Chicago. He said worldwide, curling club membership is rising, but most of that is in Nor is in the United States. I mean, Canada probably could use more clubs, but we really need it here yeah. more than anything. A lot of clubs in Canada are closing, I think. Oh, I hear I stories about I bet you they're retracting and we're getting bigger in the U.S. They're well, still the best, though. Well, <laughs> I think it's great. I mean, I was able to introduce my wife, my sister-in-law, and her fiancé to this sport last year, not knowing what would happen. And now they're clamoring to make sure we play the Winter Carnival every year yeah. after our one year together in the Mixed League. And so I, I, I think it's fun. I mean, it's I'm, I'm bringing a, a group here on Saturday, which started out as my wife's office kind of spring party, mm -hmm. but quickly devolved into... Let's just get twenty people who've never done this before. So it's it's just disparate uh, peer groups, but it should be a blast. I mean, I, I, oh, yeah. it's it's really fun to bring people here. And there's this huge misconception, I think, maybe because it's called a club, like a golf club, that you need some invite or some sort of permission to watch or have uh, the cheapest beer in the city. Um, you know, it is a club, so somebody can't just come down here and jump into a league and play play on somebody's team they have to pay yeah. you know so it is a club yeah i mean i certainly support that I, I i think people are under the impression that it's just hard to walk through the front door just yeah. to view an exhibition and uh more people should because it's a blast and then maybe they you know i've been here though where, throw some more money at the club where people have been like you know just in town on like i was here this one weekend and uh there, i can't remember what what uh bond spiel was going on but there was a couple up there with just a couple pitchers of beer and i was like asking what their story was and she was in town for some fertility treatment for the weekend, and uh, their hotel was somewhat near here, and they thought, oh, it'd be kind of fun to stop by, and so they spent the whole day here watching curling. I was like, wow. Uh, she and her husband? Yeah. Maybe he was trying to glean some sort of... Shooting extra technique? curling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You retired, so you have nothing but time. Well... I'm busy, but uh, yeah. I, I have more time on my hands now, so I thought it'd be a good opportunity to try and throw my hat in the ring and see if I can get on the board and uh, and you know serve a three-year term and see if I can uh, help things out. What would you concentrate on? Like, what would be what are your like hot button issues? What do you care about? Well, hot button. I don't know if I'd call it a hot button, but I think the ice is really important. Uh, and there is a liaison on the board for the ice committee, uh, so maybe I would end up doing that as an example. The we'll ice committee. Yeah. Who's on the ice committee? Well, they're Tim Solon, my teammates on the ice committee, and Aaron Nunberg is the chair. I think he might be rolling off of that. I'm not sure. Teresa Hoffus, maybe. Hmm. Mikey Farlow. Hmm. Mike Farlow's on the ice committee. Are these appointed? Couldn't tell you. I'm not sure how the that ice works. I <laughs> wonder how many committees there are. Oh, no. Super secret committees. Is there a hospitality committee? Maybe there's a media committee. Maybe there is. Maybe we're starting it now. I don't think so. I think each board member probably has, they're aligned with some project. That's what I've heard. So I think it's great. I'd welcome that. Cool. Uh, why would you want to be on the ice? Well, I know a lot about it. Uh, I helped Craig out with the ice a little bit this year, so I've got enough knowledge to be dangerous. 
And I used to make ice a long time ago in Wausau. So mm. I've got some familiarity with the ice science. The only thing, as I mentioned earlier, we still get a little crud out on the ice. and uh, So maybe there's some things we can do to minimize that. You're never going to get rid of it totally. But uh, Do you know um, when you go out there, um, you know they have that sticky yep. thing? If yep. you go out there and it's not sticky, is it within my right to rip one off? You rip as many sheaths as you want off of there. Because I've <laughs> like sometimes I've noticed like some clubs you go out there and your foot sticks to it. Well, you can, sometimes on this one it's just like I'm stepping on nothing. Well, you look at it if it's got dirt on it, it won't stick anymore. You can tell when they're spent; they're all dirty. Yeah, I never knew uh, that that was something. Uh, uh, some dude from Blaine had emailed out yeah. in the spring. You know, he Bellovich, said uh, probably. Uh, he said, "Oh, he said, you know, you should wash your wash your 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 gripper every year and get you know replace it every year and wash it, it once every, a month or should something. Do it every week, yeah. Well, there's a whole learning curve to having shoes. I, I finally got a new pair of shoes last year. My first new pair. Mm-hmm. My other was hand me downs. It's like third generation hand me downs. And I was curling with Chris in North Carolina, and all of a sudden, both of my feet were sliding on the ice." like what the hell and i looked down and uh the i have i have the the shoes that have two different circular velcro pads yeah, yeah. and i had no idea no idea that that was velcro and that those could even come off yeah so we lost that game because it got into jordan's head he's like my shoes are falling apart i just got these from shot rock curling they totally ripped me off bastards so how were you sliding on your non well, Teflon foot. in in the uh, your, in uh, the single shot hiatus between the loss and the discovery, we uh, quickly identified the errant uh, shoe pad okay. and reattached it, and then I hightailed it back to the hack and was able to. All release, right, I, I see what happened. Uh, it was funny. We were at the bar the night before, just checking the curling club out, and I just was waiting up for a pitcher for the team, and there was some some old uh, gentleman from South Carolina. Or excuse me, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and he, he kind of leaned over into me and he said, "I hear there's some ringers here from St. Paul." <laughs> I said, "I don't, I don't and know." Jo- and Jordan was like, "Damn straight, you better drink up, old man." I'm I, not certain. I think I, I can drink neither, you under the table, old man. <laughs> I can neither deny nor confirm that statement. Well, I've heard about this thing called the Margarita Curling Club. Is that the one where uh, you know Pat Gillis and I know? Brian Grabowski a little bit, and he first turned us on to this. But I think Pat is also maybe a part of that. But Brian's got the the uh, like letter jacket with the margarita on the back, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe every other year there's a bond spiel either in North America or Europe. Oh, and as long as you of... keep going, you're invited. I, I've heard though that the uh, that the the curling is second on those. Yeah, the drinking like, is is like primary. The, uh, like the... Well, have you heard of this before? Are you aware of this? Margarita Spiel? Yeah. Uh, I've heard of it, but I'm not exactly sure what, what goes on there. What's the most remote or exotic or, you know, great off-the-beaten-path club you've curled at? Well, we were up in uh, Canada, up in Winnipeg, so that's not too exotic. Many, many years ago. In fact, it was during the 91 blizzard. Oh, really? And my uh, my Luther daughter was probably only about two years old at the time and I was the last flight out of Minneapolis to go to the Spiel in Winnipeg so my poor wife with the twins she twin sisters twin daughters but anyways my marriage survived that weekend oh, <laughs> I mean I, I left for the weekend during the Halloween blizzard and came back and survived did you uh, see any ballets up there 
No. No Badlands. All right, so uh, we have a lot of audio. Um, is there anything, uh, any like last shots you want? Any last last parting things you want to make sure we cover? Well, make sure everybody tunes in to the uh, the scoreboard and uh, watches play in, uh, on, well, that, the, on the it, computer. Do you think that, that it'll, be, it'll, it'll be um, it'll be a simulcast? Simulcast, like where they do the YouTube thing? I haven't heard whether it is or not, uh, and I will communicate that to the, all the folks when I find out, but I kind of doubt it. It'll probably just be uh, the scores listed on a mm-hmm. curling zone or whatever, you know. So, yeah, we're looking forward to winning that. Uh, we came close in 2011, and uh, we beat the reigning world champions in the U.S. finals. So i got to believe we're going to be right in there. What does that feel like? <laughs> that's pretty fun. Uh, they, that's a good team. Uh, we beat Lyle Sig. He won. Hmm. He, hasn't, he hadn't lost a game in seniors since, like, 2014. So hmm. we gave him his first loss in, like, a year and a half. And uh, killed him. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a great team. I mean, it was it wasn't it was uh, a little closer than it appeared. We beat them nine to one, but it was a lot closer than it appeared. Yeah. A so, lot of the matches are are usually like that. Yeah, things. I mean, when you get down four nothing, like he was, uh, he had to start taking chances, and then we squashed him with a big end. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, best of luck out there. Yeah. Thank you. So mid-April. Mid-April tax. starts. i got to get my tax taxes time. done before uh, yeah. before I leave, so there's pressures on. Taxes are complicated. You can just not do your taxes and just stay over there. I'm going to file an extension, so I'll just write out a big check and uh, leave for Sweden. Well, maybe that's the third thing that's certain is death taxes and, and curling. <laughs>